This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. President Donald Trump was in Milwaukee today pushing for the passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. He mainly focused on automakers, but highlighted also how the agreement benefits agriculture. Under our trade agreement, we will see significant increases in exports of Wisconsin agriculture, supporting jobs throughout the state. It's going to have a tremendous impact on your agriculture and on your manufacturing. Once fully implemented, the USMCA will bring up to 600,000 jobs to our shores, and it's probably going to be well over 1.2 million jobs. Trump adds by ratifying USMCA, Mexico is now committed to the toughest labor, environmental, and enforcement standards. House Democrats still have concerns in these areas. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer met with House Democrats Thursday to discuss the agreement, and another meeting is tentatively set for next week. Representative Jan Schakowsky, a Democrat from Illinois, tells AgriPulse next week's meeting will focus on Democratic demands to bolster environmental provisions in USMCA. Passing the agreement doesn't look likely before the August recess, but Democrats were hopeful there would be a vote this fall. Farmers could be able to apply for market facilitation program payments by the end of the month. Bill Northey, USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, tells AgriPulse USDA is still waiting to get numbers back from the Office of Management and Budget. And be able to announce what those payments rates are. Uh, our software is still uh, getting finalized uh, as well based on the, the information from OMB. Uh, so I think it will probably be into August before the payments actually come. Uh, but certainly we're committed to trying to get those payments out uh, maybe mid-August uh, and be able to get them out as soon as we can. Some $14.5 billion in payments will be made to producers of grain, oil seeds, cotton, rice, peanuts, alfalfa, and other non-specialty crops. Payments will be based on a fixed rate for the county in which the producer farms and their 2019 planted acreage for those crops. Northey says the math is already done for payment rates. For setting the rates, we're looking back several years. Uh, the Office of the Chief Economist has gone back several years to be able to look at what historical production has been uh, relative to those how those crops have been impacted by the trade damage. We don't want to, uh, to have it uh, be overly impacted just by one year's production. We had some drought, we had some disasters last year. Uh, we need to be able to look at a longer term view. Payments will be based on USDA's calculation of the impact of the ongoing trade war on each county. Farmers will also be able to receive a minimal payment for planted acres in cover crops. Under the 2018 payment plan, there were individual payment rates for production of each commodity. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Producers who grow cotton, sorghum, citrus, and other crops will now be able to use the insecticide sulfoxiflor permanently. Instead of applying for emergency exemptions following a decision by the Environmental Protection Agency today, the agency concluded the chemical would not harm bees if used according to the label and said alternative chemicals are worse for the environment. The Center for Biological Diversity, which has sued EPA over the chemical in the past, vowed to do so again. 
Lori Ann Bird, director of CBD's Environmental Health Program, said, quote, the Trump EPA's reckless approval of this bee-killing pesticide across 200 million acres of crops like strawberries and watermelon without any public process is a terrible blow to imperiled pollinators, end quote. Cotton growers appreciated EPA's decision. National Cotton Council Chairman Mike Tate, an Alabama cotton producer, said, quote, the NCC will continue to engage EPA on crop protection product registrations and other regulatory matters affecting the efficient production of cotton, end quote. The decision removes restrictions that had been placed on sulfoxiflor's use. Growers had been required to use certain nozzles and avoid applications when wind speeds top 10 miles per hour. Read more of Steve Davies' story and the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.